gentlemen of the International Secret Police. Lee Ying in the Tea House Fire and Speed Gibson and Clint Barlow in the Dynamite Blast in the Seong Tunnel, the octopus, master criminal, determines to gather his forces for an attempt to do away with the secret police with one stroke. Consequently, as Barney Dunlap and Bob Gilmore land in the harbor on their return from a fruitless trip after Marsha Winfield, the octopus tells Barney to go to Dr. Kingsley's residence if he wants to know what has happened to his working partners. Seeing the Seong dock in ruins and knowing that Speed and Clint were there on a raid, Barney is greatly excited and loses no time in getting to the doctor's home. Doc! Doc Kingsley! Anybody home? Why, Barney! I didn't expect to see you so soon. Hello, Barney. Well, I'm glad you're back safe. Speed and Clint, where are they? Why, they're on their way here. I had a phone call from Clint just a few minutes ago. He's all right? Well, so far as I know, yes. He said he had a lot to tell me and asked if I'd heard from you. I gave him your message that you uh, sent over shortwave. Oh, oh, boy. Mind if I sit down, Doc? Well, of course not. Well, you look all in, Barney. I am, you see. Oh, but wait a minute. I'm forgetting my manners in the excitement. Doc, this is Bob Gilmore, who's been helping us out up the Siang. This is Dr. Kingsley, Bob, and little Jean, his daughter. Well, well, I do know you. You knew Marsha's brother, didn't you, Mr. Gilmore? Yes, Jean, very well. I'm so sorry that you didn't find Marsha. So am I, honey. We must have just missed her. Which reminds me, Bob got a nasty sock on the head, Doc. Thought it had fractured his skull at first, but he finally came out of it. Wouldn't hurt to take a look at it. Oh, I should say so. And right now, too. Oh, please don't. I mean, not until Clint has arrived. My head isn't as important as the news he'll bring. Doesn't it hurt a lot? Well, just aches a little, Jean. Hmm, that should be speed and Clint now. Swell. <laughs> Yeah, there'll be some surprise to see us sitting here. We'll have plenty to tell them. Yeah, and they'll have plenty to tell us, judging from the looks of the Siang Dark. Sounds like Barney. Not only sounds like, but is. The great Barney in person. Barney. Golly, I'm glad you're safe. Hi, Speed. Hi, Clint. Well, Barney, uh, how in the world did you get back so soon? Blue. <laughs> oh, I'm sure glad to see you again, Bob. But it's too bad about Miss Marsha. Yes, Speed. Barney might have been in time to stop Splinters from moving her if he hadn't stayed at my house to see if I was going to come to or not. Uh, come to? Yeah, feel that bump on Bob's dome. Now, let's see, Bob. Oh, say, that is a good one. What happened? As long as explanations are in order, what happened to you, old pal? When we flew down, the Siang dock was kind of messed up. And Barney was plenty scared. Thought maybe you'd gotten caught in it. Well, would have. Hadn't been for Clint. Oh, dear. What happened, Speed? Well, yes, tell us. We know nothing about your activities, you know. Well, we found the secret rock door, and it was open an inch or two. I was going to try and shove it wide open when Clint stopped me all of a sudden. He rigged up a pickaxe and rope and got everybody out of the tunnel. Took the other end of the rope along with us, 
And then we all tugged on it and heard a terrific explosion. You see, the octopus had set another trap. That rock door released a charge of dynamite when it was moved. Had we stayed in the tunnel and uh, moved that door ourselves, <laughs> we wouldn't be here now. Ooh. Oh, how horrible. Was Ying with you? Yes, he's with the British authorities now, uh, turning in a report. I tried to call a short wave station, but couldn't raise anybody. Well, that's not surprising. Ying's tea house is burned to the ground. What? Mm-hmm. The octopus, discovering that Ying was a member of the secret police, uh, took steps to do away with him. Uh, he didn't get Ying, fortunately, but the crime laboratory is in ruins. Suffering wang doodles. Things have been happening during my flight up to Siang. Yes, and uh, when did this all happen? Just before we went to the Siang dock. Well, you didn't waste any time, did you? Uh, supposing you tell us how you spent your time up to Siang, Barney. I'll make it short, Clint. I kept the octopus plane in sight, but I don't think he knew I was following him because he never would have landed at Bob's place and gone in like he did. He said that you'd sent him, Clint. Well, he did. And then he knocked you out. Well, he pulled a gun on me first. He was half out of his mind, I think, judging from the way he talked. Said something about being kept in a torture room or something. The octopus is full of cute tricks like that. Probably threw splinters in there after he almost spilled the beans about his headquarters. Mm, I see. Go on. What happened then? Well, I tackled him and tried to get the gun. During the mix-up, he cracked me over the head with it. The next thing I knew, Barney was throwing water in my face. Yeah, I bust in all set to arrest whoever's there, and I find Bob stretched out all over the floor. While I was giving him the once-over, the splinters guy takes off. And I have a heck of a time trying to decide whether I should take off after him or stay and patch up Bob. He looked pretty sick to me, so I stayed. And by the time we finally did reach the house where I'd seen Marcia, there wasn't a sign of anything. Looked as if it hadn't been lived in for days. But are you sure it was the right place, Gilmore? Oh, yes, Dr. Kingsley. Oh, dear. I wonder where Marcia is now. One thing we can be sure of, Jean, is... She's safe. Otherwise, the octopus wouldn't take so much trouble about moving her around. Yes, yeah, speed's right. The octopus doesn't keep prisoners as a rule. Uh, he has some use for Marsha, that I know. And we've got to find her before he uses her as a hostage in some way. Say, that reminds me. Reminds you what, Barney? Just as we was landing, the octopus came on the air over the short wave set, telling me why I couldn't raise anyone at Lee Ying's and saying that if I wanted to know what had happened to you guys, I should come here to the docks. The octopus told you to come here? Sure, didn't he, Bob? That's right, Clint. Mm, that doesn't sound so good. Well, what do you mean? Well, just why should the octopus want us all here together? Don't know. But let him want it. He can't do us any harm, what with the Hong Kong police all around the doctor's house and garden. I had to show everything I had in the way of identification to get in here. You think that criminal plan's another raid, Clint? Well, I don't know what to think, Doctor. After what's happened within the past few hours, nothing would surprise me. Now what? Maybe it's that surprise you was talking about, Clint. Well, I hope not. I've had enough excitement to last me for a few hours. I'd like some sleep and also a chance to replace my disguise. That smoke and the tunnel explosion didn't do it any good. I'd love to know how you really look, Clint. You've always had that Monsieur Dorsey makeup on when you weren't disguised as a Chinese. <laughs> well, Pierre Dorsey isn't much different from my true appearance, Jean. I just darkened my skin, curled my hair. Watch it. Here comes somebody. Mr. Wu to see Dr. Kingsley. Quan Wu, why, show him in, please. Yes. This way, please, Mr. Wu. Just the guy I've been wanting to see. Me, too. Yeah, now, wait a minute. Take it easy, both of you. Follow my lead. Now, oh, Dr. Kingsley, and my friends, the secret police. Well, are you surprised to find us here, Mr. Wu? Somewhat. 
I thought you would probably be on the trail of the octopus. I believe that this is the first time I have ever seen you in a mood of relaxation, Mr. Barlow. Yeah, it's real cozy, ain't it? Just the time for a nice long talk. Talk? Uh, yes, there are some questions we'd like to ask you, Mr. Wu. Some other time, perhaps? I have another appointment shortly. I merely happened to be passing the doctor's home and thought I would drop in to see how things were progressing. Our questions won't take long. Uh, Jean, perhaps you'd better run along and play. But, Daddy, every time anything exciting starts to happen, you make me go somewhere and play. Now, Jean. Um, all right. Yes, but don't leave the house. And, uh, now, Mr. Wu. This is all very irregular. Why do you wish to question me? What information can I give you, gentlemen? What were you doing on the Siang Dock the night of the flower boat raid? Flower boat raid? Yeah. You came in a rickshaw following a big box. Oh, that night. Hmm, I remember now. I came down to the dock to observe the merriment aboard the flower boat. But I did not see you, Speed. You pushed me off the pier. What? When I was trying to see into that big box. Were you that boy? <laughs> I thought you were a beggar. Well, that still don't give you a reason to push the kid. Oh, uh, no. Now, Mr. Wu, are you sure that you've told us everything you know about the octopus? I do not understand. Well, not long ago, you warned Dr. Kingsley that by continuing to aid us, he might lose his little daughter. That she might disappear as Marsha Winfield disappeared. Now, on what information did you base this warning? Simply on rumors that had come to my ears, Mr. Barlow. What rumors? Who did they come from? My countrymen. I cannot remember just who told me. To tell the truth, I did not pay much attention to the rumors, but merely repeated them to Dr. Kingsley as a precaution. Well, you thought enough of the rumors to make a special trip to see Dr. Kingsley and warn him. Dr. Kingsley is my very good friend. I, uh, I wonder if you really mean that. What? If you really think a great deal of the doctor, Wu, uh, you will not withhold any information concerning the octopus from us. For by doing so, you may be enabling this criminal to actually harm the doctor or Jean. But, Mr. Barlow, I have told you that I know nothing of this criminal other than the usual rumors that are everywhere in Hong Kong. You are a member of the secret police. You know vastly more about the octopus than I. Furthermore... I cannot understand why you are questioning me as if... as if I were a member of the band. Is this by any chance what you term third degree? Well, now, uh, I don't think you understand. Now, Cliff is not insinuating anything against your character, Quan Wu. He uh, merely wanted to ask you these questions as a precaution against further damage done by this fiend that that calls himself the octopus. Now, uh, within the last few hours, this criminal has threatened the lives of practically everyone present. Well, I shudder when I think where he might strike next. I do not think you need fear anything, Doctor, with such able protectors as the secret police about you. And now, if I am free, may I ask leave to depart? Remember, I still must keep that other appointment. Yeah, very well, then. Nothing more we can do, I guess. No, but something tells me things ain't just right. I can't figure out just what. Then until you do, Mr. Dunlap, 
Allow me to bid you all farewell. Wait a minute. Don't let him go. Look at his right hand. Hmm? What does it speak? Here, what do you see, kid? That ring. The stone is missing from it. Remember? We found a little piece of jade in our room with the golden lotus that just about fit in that ring. Found it in the floor after our room had been searched. Fellas, the octopus gang searched our room, and Quan Wu must have been there. He is in the octopus gang. (laughs) 